Welcome to this month's podcast and today what we're going to talk about is how manufacturers and engineering companies can get more customers from their website because I know that's a question that's always on the tip of your minds and just so that we get it exactly right we got our resident engineering marketing expert Carl Jarvis with me today to go through it together. How are you, Carl? Oh, I'm great, thank you. I'm yeah. great, Dave. Yes, yeah, really good to be uh, to be here again and uh, you know sharing some of our thoughts. We always have a have a good time. Wow, well, I think we have a good time, and I hope the listeners <laughs> have a good time with us. Yes, absolutely. Okay, That's about, isn't it? and yeah. the weather's great, isn't it, today, Carl? On oh, the day gosh, of recording, it, isn't it's it? A, it's a, yeah, it's a belter out there, isn't it? Well, we've had a week of it, haven't we? It's been absolutely scorching. It's this superb. Week. It's yeah, been yeah. superb, and uh, and on such a joyous day, <laughs> it can be no better subject than getting new customers. Can it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We just want to get new customers. We just all want the time, that. don't we? Yeah. <laughs> Rain, sun, <laughs> new customers. Yeah. Now, um, for the people that are new to us, yes. Yeah. I hope this don't start booing you. Yeah, because <laughs> you are a turncoat in there, right? It's like you can't because Absolute, you've, yeah. you've gone from engineering to a marketer. I know. Can you believe it, yeah? It's like what? You know? How did you make that transition? Yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, I've uh, I've sort of moved from engineering and I thought I did it gradually actually. It's funny enough, actually initially I tried to get jobs in sales. But they said, what do you want a job in sales for? You're an engineer. <laughs> so I don't know what that's supposed to say about it. But uh, anyway, I managed to, I broke through. I broke through. And uh, and obviously, I learned how to make things. So I, then I wanted to learn how to sell things. And yeah. that's where it's led me today. Yeah, brilliant. And of course, I'm the marketer. Absolutely. Yeah, for anyone that doesn't know. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. background is sales you and marketing. You be, you yeah. a bit there. <laughs> Just like that. Thank you very much. <laughs> For the older viewers, how good was that, Tommy Cooper? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah really bad, was it? So, Carl, from an engineering and manufacturing perspective, okay, we know that the good guys and girls out there have invested quite often in more than one website. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And... That website, invariably, not for everybody, for quite a lot of people, yes, um, hasn't produced what they thought it was going to produce. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. no matter how they put thought into it, how much time, how much money, there'll be people listening to this going, um, my website is still not working the way, yeah. I, so, the way yeah. I thought it would. So what they do, in the end, they just end up, and has it as a credibility factor. Yeah. Yeah. Or just, just, a, just a business card online. Absolutely. Or, you know, just a, a, almost a static brochure yeah. that doesn't uh, doesn't change uh, uh, in, in any context over a period of time. And um, I think one of the classics for me is when you go to look at the websites and, you know, you go to the latest news page and it was from three years ago. Mm. So it's obviously uh, not getting the TLC that it needs. Yeah. Now, there's a myriad of reasons for that. Mm. Um, I like to um, refer back to the book by Michael Gerber. Email. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And um, there's working on the business and working in the business, isn't there, Carl? That's right. Tell yeah, me, yeah. Carl, in your experience, <clears throat> why do um, manufacturers and engineers quite often fall into the trap 
of mm. not working on their marketing enough as part of working on the business instead of in it. Yeah. Well, I, I, what I tend to find fundamentally is because uh, their skill set is uh, in engineering and manufacturing and they understand that really, really well, then obviously they've got a bias towards that. So because marketing's sort of a bit left field, don't really understand it that well, not really too sure about it, um, then what they'll tend to do is they'll tend to stick to what they know and, and, and just sort of like, uh, you know, head to the grindstone and, and, and just keep, uh, keep their focus in that space and, and, and not really want to touch the, the marketing. So that what they do, they fall into then the trap of, of that, of not wanting to sort of like uh, get involved with the marketing or just wanting to sort of just, just get it over with and get it done with. It's something that you just want to get out of the way and, uh, and things like of that sort of nature. So they don't tend to sort of um, give it that, that focus because, the, the, you know, sometimes they don't understand it at the level they, that, that, that they'd like to. Uh, and so, you know, as is anything, we always go back to our comfort zone, don't we? We go to where we're comfortable, where we know, where we understand and where we think we can sort of like uh, control. And, and I think so, and, and, and as you say, marketing itself is one of those areas where it needs you to work on the business rather than in it. Because essentially, when you're looking at marketing, you have, you have to start to spend the time, take the time to ask those important questions about your business, about your marketing strategy, about your sales strategy, about new customer acquisition and all those kinds of things. So because they're so, you know, too, too caught up in the day-to-day -day logistical management of the business, then you know that tends to get uh, just 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 ne neglected, or it's left till you've got five minutes, and of course you've never got five minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why is there so much of a distrust with uh, marketing uh, out there? Do you think, especially digital marketing? Why um, do so many manufacturers don't invest in it at all? Do I you think, think. Yeah, I do, I do agree. I think it's just one of those things. Again, it's lack of understanding. Um, you see, you know, if you if you anything anything you want to learn about or anything you want to understand, um, the clearer the questions are, the the more um, the more that you feel you understand about something. So obviously, if you ask to, if you speak to an expert on something, they'll know exactly what kind of questions you need to ask uh, about. Let's say a particular material that they purchase or a particular. Um, uh, product that they bring on board or, or, or compounds or uh, chemicals whatever you know if you know it really well then you're going to know the questions to ask to, to determine is it good what's the quality what you know what what kind of uh, what's my expectations all those kinds of things because of course when it comes to marketing uh, people particularly engineering and manufacturing uh, people don't know the questions to ask so they wouldn't know a good one from a bad one if it hit them on the back of the head. Uh, so I think what tends to happen is because they don't know the right questions to ask, um, invariably they don't ask those questions. Or secondly, they ask a question about the wrong answer. So they, because they, so in a sense that they must feel as though they're left to, in inverted commas, the salesman, the website person, the digital marketing person, who's going to pull the wool over their eyes and. And all the rest of it. So best not to go into that space. I think. Mm. Yeah. Um, I did one of my <laughs> theories, Carl. Um, not just manufacturing engineers, but mm. with a lot of business owners, 
um, to be fair, is that marketing is not instant gratification. Yes. And I yes. think that's not understood all the time. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And where it has been understood, maybe, yes, yeah. for whatever reason, it hasn't worked. Yeah? Yes. And that, therefore, you lose confidence. But if you got a customer on your list, mm. yeah, that you've dealt with you for 10 years, yeah, or you know prior to COVID, you know a exhibition, Yes. You can go there, yeah. All and they're all there's everyone goes there who's interested in buying in your industry. Yes, yes. yeah. Okay, and you're used to the phone ringing with Jimmy saying they spoke to John and you're the right man for the job. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. if you built a company, yeah, off the back of that, yes, it's and then you invest in something like marketing. And you, if Jimmy rings you, you get a quote out straight away. Absolutely, yeah. But yeah. you put a new page on your website. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it doesn't happen that way. Yeah. So, sorry, it's a long-winded long -winded way of saying. Um, between those two processes, do you think that's the default line that they don't like? They don't understand oh, instant yeah. against time. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't trust time. Well, I think the, f the main focus is always a, a, around the product itself. Uh, and, and as you say, it's not even instant gratification. It's just, uh, uh, it, it's, it's almost a sense of wanting to say, uh, do you want to buy our product or don't you want to buy our product? And uh, it's like almost a binary answer, you know, a yes or a no. Do you want some and, or don't you want some? Which, you know, as I mentioned in the, <clears throat> in the last, uh, podcast we did when you know when I was talking to uh, engineering companies and I asked them about getting back in touch with their customers and they'll say they'll phone us when they want something so all they're doing they're waiting until that person has a need there and then um, or, or certainly that, that they need a price to, to, to purchase something um, that, that they think well anything prior to that's sort of like uh, you know, fluff and, 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 and it's a waste of time and, and all those stuff because they're, they're so focused on that sort of uh, yeah, I suppose instant gratification is that same context, but it, uh, I can't quite articulate it, but it's, it's along those kinds of lines. Really. No, yeah, What's yeah. the point if he doesn't want to buy one right now? Absolutely, no, yeah. absolutely. But they know that works, that's my point. Yes. They know if they ring up John, there's a good chance he might have something. Yeah. And if he doesn't have something in November, he might have it in January. Does yeah. that make sense? That's true, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, that's and, true. And that's what I mean by they know that works, whereas quite often they don't necessarily know that marketing works. Yeah. They know it works for some people, but yeah. it doesn't work in my industry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, yeah. that's a common one. Yeah, it's yeah. not going to work for us. Oh, it doesn't work in this industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of all yeah. the other industries that yeah, works, yeah. and it doesn't work in ours, yeah. you know. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. And I should know because I tried it and absolutely, it didn't work. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> 50 years this company's been going. <laughs> My granddad before me. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but as we said in the last podcast, we're living in different times now. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, you know, who knows if the days of big exhibitions, etc. Yeah. Um, will come back again. Yeah. And if they are going to come back again, when? Yeah. And even then, who knows if people are going to want to go? Want to go? Yeah. It's it's going to be really interesting actually because. You know, I think some shows might happen up now. We've yeah. opened up uh, in general, and uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what sort of numbers go to those shows mm. and, uh, and mm. how people feel about it, and obviously vote with their feet, really. You know. And this is what's good about marketing, though, because if yeah. you've got a good marketing strategy, yes, yeah, or someone like you, if you don't mind me saying, Carl, oh, thank so, you. Not a problem. <laughs> Checks in the post. 
<laughs> who can um, you can pivot with today's technologies and the way marketing works today. Yes. Now, your customers are always out there. Yeah, yeah. It's about reaching them. Yes. So with marketing, you'll always be able to reach your customers. Yes. Yes, if you're doing it right. So, Carl, um, it's the business strategic overview, isn't it? Mm. Of how you're looking at your business yes. that matters. Yeah? Yes. Are you innovating? Mm for whatever happened. So tell us more about that, Carl. Yeah? Well, I, well, I'll tell you one of the things. Uh, actually, jumping back to what you said earlier, you know, there's like this thing where people are always looking for the, the silver bullet. Yeah, you know, yeah, The, the yeah. magic bullet. They're this normally thing, looking you know, to shoot me with yeah, it. That's right, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. Well, um, well, well that's right, now, story, well, right, that was a story. You know. so, uh, so, yeah, no, they just want something to like, you know, magic bullet, you do this, and, and, you, and, and yeah. you get lots of, lots of business. And of course, we just know that that, that doesn't mm -hmm. exist. So I think um, the, the the key to it is is, is that um, you've got to I get back to working on the business. It makes you kind of sit down and and, and evaluate your business in a, in a new way to 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 make sure that that marketing is working well. Because ultimately, if you if you if you do spend the time and ask those kinds of questions. Uh, and also take the time with the kind of messages that you want to get out into the market, the kinds of products that you want to focus on, um, uh, and and and, the, and really the the ideal customer that you're looking to attract. You know what, what what's going to attract that those those kinds of ideal customers? Then I think just the fact that you've taken the time to think about your business, which is working on your business again. Um, is what uh, is is what's so crucial, and then what you've got to do then you've got to build the strategy first. You've got to ask yourself those questions. You've got to define your ideal customer and 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 such like, and you've also got to des design your customer journey. In fact, you've got to design your prospect journey, i.e., where they're going to start and eventually place an order. That when you think that through, then all of the marketing things that you do underneath that. Are to achieve that strategic objective, that marketing objective, rather than just do some marketing, which is what you know pe people tend to fall into that trap. Or more importantly, just wait for the phone to ring. Yeah, yeah? and yeah. that's how you get feast and famine. Absolutely. Okay, so in today's market, into sorry, let me rephrase that. In today's world of business and commerce, yeah, yeah what? Our jobs to do is to make sure that we look after our existing customers because if we don't, somebody else will. Yes. And to attract new ones, yes. which is working on the business, helps us do. Yes. Yes. Um, so, one of the biggest reasons that websites don't work is because the content mm. that's going on them. Yes. And what we're really here to educate people on. Yes. Is content marketing. Because yes. that's really digital, is driven. Yes. Digital marketing, internet, pay-per-click, doesn't matter what it is. Yes. Is driven by content. Yes. Yeah? Now, that's a big subject for a lot of... When I talk to engineers, yeah. they... Oh, I'm not going to talk about that, Dave. 
That's yes. my secret sauce. Secret sauce. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I couldn't tell you that's that. That's right, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. I'd have to shoot you if I told you that. Yeah, that silver bullet is aiming for you. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but content marketing is really yeah. what digital marketing is about. Yes. Yeah. Um, using content to attract. So let's talk about prospects first. Yes. But in order to do that, let's start with the top line. Let's yeah. put it in an engineer's language. Yes. We need to give people a gift, don't we, Carl? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that a little well, bit. Well, the, the, way, the way I like to work with, um, with clients is that you have to create a product ecosystem. Now, what tends to happen with a, a, a manufacturing engineering company is they'll have a very focused core product. So that's our product. We sell these. We sell uh, test rigs. We sell... Uh, you know, uh, press components, we, whatever it is they sell. And what I like to then do in terms of the way that that content is developed is to break down and create four levels of product, right? So you've got your core product, but that is in the ecosystem, the third step. You need two steps before that. So you need the first step, which is a gift. So you need to create a product that you give away for free to people right then you need a second product level which is a product for prospects and that's a product that can have a small low price so it's a low barrier to entry then then you've got your core product of course that's where you want to get people to then you create a product for customers and you only sell that product to existing customers you don't advertise or promote that that fourth product now if I give you a very well I'll give you a couple of examples obviously my example first of all I've got a gift which is it's a free booklet that you can download and it's free I've got videos with interviews uh, where I've interviewed engineering companies you can get that for free and obviously this podcast and so I've got a whole series of things that people can just get for free then of course I've got my book which is on Amazon which is $14.99 or whatever uh, and that's a very low barrier to entry so now somebody's making a decision do I want to spend $14.99 to read Carl's book rather than a higher price for the core product then you've got I've got certain products that I sell to to only customers so because engineering companies tend to focus on that core product really they're leaving all these other opportunities off the table so one of the uh, clients that I work for, we did an exhibition a couple of years ago, and they they uh, manufactured um, special purpose machines, um, testing rigs, and that sort of stuff. So uh, what I did is I um, I sat down with four of their test engineers, and I said, right, I want to write a booklet about you know what's important to test engineers, um, and so interviewed them, and we wrote this booklet called the twelve things every test engineer needs to know about test rigs. And what was really interesting is that um, they got some great ideas, some great content that I was able to sort of glean from them that we could put into this booklet that would be really interesting for a test engineer who'd want to know about this. And that's one of the things I, I always tend to find if I go into manufacturing engineering companies and I start saying we need to create some content products to create the gifts. They'll say, well, you know, we haven't really got much to say or, you know, what, what, what would anybody want to know and all these kinds of things. But it's amazing how much knowledge and experience and expertise 
that engineering companies and manufacturing companies have got within their team that if you'll take the time to just extract that, it's like digging for oil almost, and pull that to the surface, then you can create all sorts of content, which is really, really useful. And what was nice about this is that we produced this booklet, it was only 12 pages or whatever it was, and when we went to the exhibition, we put the, we put the booklets out and we put the brochures out and all the rest of it, and by the end of the morning, we've nearly run out of the booklets, mm. and yet we had lots of brochures left. And that's just because because the brochure was probably focused on, you know, do you want to buy one or don't you? Which is too sort of binary in terms yeah, yeah. of... It's, it's a yes or no, isn't it's it? It's a yes or no. But as soon as you've got a booklet that's really interesting, then, of course, the sort of person's... It's a very low barrier to entry. Of course, there's no price, yeah? And it's content, it's, it's education that someone's going to really uh, um, sort of learn something from and get some value from. And thirdly, of course, it's it's a target driven. I, you know, you're going to have to be a test engineer or somebody in that space to be interested in reading a booklet to that kind of nature. So, it, it's now targeting and it's now attracting and drawing in people that fit that ideal customer profile that, you, that we were talking about earlier. So, so I just find that you know the the content that's in because. At the end of the day, if you have a gift product, you want something that you know is very, very sort of low cost, and of course, information, high perceived value, low cost, particularly if it's downloadable off a website and stuff like that. Um, and the thing is, then when somebody comes to your website and they see that booklet, rather than saying, "Do you want to buy? Do you want to buy? Do you want to buy?" You're then saying, "Let's start a relationship. Let's start a connection." And here's some some gifts to, to, to give to you. Uh, good, another good example that I tend to use in that space as well is like a car. So uh, if you're going to uh, to buy a car, um, they they they've got a, a a gift which is you can look around the showroom, you can sit in the the car, you can get a brochure and all those kinds of things to talk to someone about it. And then they've got um, uh, another gift which is would you like a test drive? Yeah, so we'll say, oh, we'll go for a test drive then. Yeah, so again, that's another way to get you engaged with the product. Not do you want to buy the car or not, and if not, then go away. You know, this is literally how can we start a conversation? And then, of course, during that test drive, as we've all experienced, so what are you driving at the moment? Uh, when you're thinking of changing the car, you know, it's, it's a great way to start a conversation, but it's also a great way to get someone engaged in your product without having to make a big sort of binary decision. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes perfect sense. Um, just a, a few points I want to um, go over because there was a lot of great stuff there, Carl. Oh, thanks, uh, you did a You do a lot of good things instinctively. I just want to make it clear to the listener <laughs> yeah, that um, why this is good. Yes. So just going back, when you interviewed the um, test engineers, Yeah. Um, what you was extracting from them yes is information yeah yeah quite often that a customer wants to know yes but they don't necessarily tell them that's right and that's what you're or they there never to think do. to ask or they never think to ask yes so yeah. that's what you're there to do yeah um because you know if you get it out there yes yes someone's going to engage in that content totally yeah, yeah? And as soon as they engage, that's the that's why the gift is so powerful. Yes. Because it helps engagement, which means they're engaging your product, your company, your service. Yes. yes? And of course, the, the key to it as well 
Dave, is the fact that when someone's read that booklet, they then think, boy, those guys seem to know what they're talking about. So if, if I'm going to get anybody in now when I, when I want to talk, discuss test rigs, they're the guys, that, they're the experts that I'm going to bring in to uh, help me, you know, make, make a, a purchasing decision and, 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 uh, and make sure that I buy the right piece of kit. Brilliant. You know, they, these aren't cheap. These are yeah. serious investments, you know. 100% right, Carl. And what I want to add to that mm-hmm. is that once you'd um, extracted that information, mm-hmm. the title of it was very specific. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, as Pinpoint. you said earlier... Total uh, yeah. clarity on who is the target market. Okay. Yeah. And that's how you end up getting more profit. Yes. Yes? Because you're targeting people, gaining credibility. Yeah. Getting in there first. Yeah? Yes. And it helps fight against price because they see value yes. in your expertise. Yeah. And that's how you get away from just attracting well, I'll, tell you what, gotta, I'll tell you what you've got to move away from, Dave. You've got you to get yourself away from being a commodity. Yeah. So everybody wants to think, oh, it's, test rigs are all the same. You know, anyone's... Uh, it's slightly different. Exa- uh, not a great example because, you know, they are pretty specialist machines. But, you know, people will, will just try and pigeonhole you as a commodity. But as soon as they see that you've got expertise, that you've got top guys working uh, with you, and I think as well they kind of like the fact that you get them. So, as you say, I was acting as the customer, saying to these guys, so if I was looking at test rigs, what would be the 12 most important things I'd be looking for? Well, you've got to consider this, and you've got to consider that, and that's important, and whatever you do, don't do this rather than that, you know, and all those kinds of things. So people want to, well, they want to work with the expert, don't they? And as you say, as soon as you're with the expert, then you're no longer a commodity anymore because they're, uh, and, and I think the, not, the other nice thing is as well, because if, they, if, if you are engaging with somebody at that kind of uh, level, then they're more likely to want to come back and ask you more questions and discuss it with you further. And, oh, that was interesting what you said about that. I hadn't considered this and all the rest of it. So, you know, it's, it's a great relationship building tool. It sets you up as an authority in your, your industry. It shows your customers that you really understand them. Uh, and, and ultimately, it is a product, and you have to treat it like that. You know, it's no oh, it's just the free stuff. We just, you know, throw it, throw it up the wall. No, it's a product, and, and it looks nice. It's designed properly, and you know, and all that kinds of stuff. So that ultimately, um, you treat it with respect, and then it gets treated with respect by the market. Brilliant. Yeah. And what we want to be clear of yeah. is that. Most websites mm. aren't built with that that sort of mentality in mind. Yeah. In mind, yeah. they're more built for people who want to make a decision. Yes, and what I think a lot of um, manufacturers and engineering companies don't consider about their website mm. is when they get found, they're not looking to get married to you on the first day. That's right, yeah. You know? Take me for a drink first. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly, yes. Um, they are, I actually refrain from a joke there, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and most websites don't take that into account because they're not designed by marketers. No. They're designed by 
Website designers. designers, absolutely. Who say that it will attract yeah. customers, but they don't know what to do yeah. 100% of the time in yes. order to do that. Yeah. And a very good website will have yes. that kind of free content available yeah. that someone can give them their email address. Yes. Yes? Yes. Um, and... You've got that in return because yeah. we haven't talked about the reciprocation, have we, Carl? No, not, not yet. In order to get this great piece of content online, yes, you give us an email address, yeah, and you get the content. And now you're getting a little bit of a database, yes, of people who or or potential customers, I should say, yes, down the track. Totally. So basically, you know, you get those you get those uh, email addresses, and the nice thing is then you've got something you can work with. You've got the uh, opportunities that you can develop through that. You can reconnect to those people. You can um, offer them other gifts as well, and then lead them up through to the point where, as you said, they're at a decision making process. Because there's there's um, there's like a triangle that I show. Um, uh, clients and uh, what it is is that uh, uh, if you look at the the, the marketplace the hundred percent there's only three percent of any marketplace that's in a position to make a decision now or within at least the, the, the next 30 days yeah so and of course what happens is all of commerce operates around there do you want to buy some now buy do you want to buy some now buy do you, you know they're going through that process all the time whereas if you move further on down You've got those people that are thinking about buying, yeah, and those people that didn't think they were thinking about buying, yeah. So all of a sudden, then you go from three percent to sixty percent of the of, of that space. So that ties into what you were saying there in terms of no, someone's not ready to buy right now or within the next thirty days, but they are certainly in a position where they could buy. They're qualified, as I say, if you get the right titles and you get the right focus on some of this content then you're going to attract the, exactly your ideal person who's going to want to find out about that information. So what we're saying, Carl... I'm giving them all uh, my uh, trade secrets about uh, no, don't, 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 don't you worry, Carl. They're still <laughs> going to be riveted. They're still going to go and get it. But I was just... That was exactly the point I was going to make. Yeah. Yes? This is just... We're really just on the edge. Yes? Mm. We're just... This is just um, the beginning yeah. of a simple process Yes. Yeah. Um, but can sound complicated when you first hear it. Yes. Yeah? Yes. And what you do, yes, is talk to um, your clients yes. and your prospective clients about how you introduce this yes. into their business. This methodology, yeah? yeah. And all of a sudden, how you get their websites to start working for them in terms of bringing in yes. potential new customers. Yes. yes? Yeah. By just understanding how to attract them mm. using using the um the asset their website that they've already got yes yeah so what i would say to people is i hope you've understood that mm. yeah and i hope that you understand that this is not a difficult thing to implement no it's not no, yeah no and um if you want to find out more yes you can simply Download your guide. Yeah. Yes. Funnily yeah. enough. Yeah, funny enough. Funny you should mention yeah. that, Dave. Yeah. Or they can even get in touch on your website. Absolutely. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. 
and um, not difficult to find Carl Jarvis. Yes, <laughs> and um, and talk about it from there. But just one last thing before we go, I think it'd be interesting to do. So, yeah. um, for our listeners, so we've talked about content marketing. Yeah, yeah, and we've talked about why the gift, as we call it, is yeah. so important. Yes, uh, and you just now um, explained the process you mm. can go through to get a new customer yes yeah what would you say to any business that's not doing that right now bearing in mind that we've all got to look at ways of adapting and changing yes, yes? Oh, for the future car based yeah. on your experience about engineering and manufacturing because you know if you don't mind me saying yes yeah just about you know with your age you've seen a few things yeah over the years this is just another another experience so how would you help anyone listening looking for help Mm. yes what would you advise them right now yeah well i think uh, well the first question is when was the last time you um did anything with your website Uh, and i've got a little saying which is a website's for life not just for christmas and what tends to happen is you have a website done, you get all excited, you know, about yeah. the launch and all this of it, and then that that's it. So when was the last time you actually visited your own website and had a look yourself? Because sometimes I'll go into clients and I'll say, when was the last time you visited your own website? They go, oh, I don't know, years ago, mm. you know. So uh, so it is about, it's almost kind of uh, sits there and no one no, no one's doing anything with it. So I think it is about when was the last time you, you did something with your website? When was the last time you visited your own website? And then uh, really I think it's it's then thinking the because the website becomes almost the central hub for all of the other marketing activities, particularly now as well. I think whatever even whatever you do outside, you know, traditionally exhibitions you know, PR uh, articles in magazines, whatever it is. Salespeople. Salespeople. It all sort of uh, draws back to that website, and that's like the, the linchpin now, I think, for a lot of this. And, of course, if if you've got a website where you just go to it and it's just got your core product on the front page there and, you know, uh, maybe a price list or, or, or just a contact us form or things of that kind of nature, then I think that's it's now time to start really thinking through what you want to do uh, w- with that website. And as you say, um, sometimes people say, oh, can you just knock us a few words up for the website? It's like, well, you know, it's not quite that easy. Or, well, we've got this old brochure that we did 10 years ago. Can you just put that up online, yeah. you know? Um, whereas a website should be alive. It should be dynamic. It should be changing. It should be doing things. It should be adding extra content. It should be new videos. It should be... You know, uh, particularly say of your of your organisation or your company, there might be stuff that you're doing in there. You can put videos on there now. You can put video testimonials on there. You know, there's so much going on that you need to use, and it's almost like your global um, broadcasting station that 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 can do all sorts of things now, really exciting things. And I think it's having that mindset with your website rather than just oh, stick it up five pages. That'll do bit of content, bit about us, bit of product and, and, and things of that sort of nature. And so I, I just think it's become all pervasive now in society. And of course, you know, the classic is if ever, if ever I was I was talking to another company the other day and um, they was taking on some new um, uh, contracts engineers and stuff like that. 
and uh, and what was ironic was the company don't have a website so of course when these people were coming for their interview what's the first thing they did they searched around to find a website yeah. and they hadn't got one yeah so they couldn't find anything else yeah, about the company at all that's amazing uh, you know which, which was unbelievable well, how many good people didn't turn up because they thought <laughs> yeah, they got a website. yeah i was just saying there's a thing there isn't there you know if you're not on google you don't exist mm. you know and uh, we've got to that point now where you, whoever you're going to meet any companies that you're going to go to, anything you're going to buy yourself personally, what's the first thing you'll do? Or buy, you want to buy a new car, or whatever? You kind of look on the website. You'll just you'll just do that. So I think uh, I can't distress enough how important that exciting, dynamic, you, you know, website needs to be. And we're not talking, you know, thousands and tens of thousands of pounds. You know, but people think of JLR or they think of you know these big websites, but you know, yeah, it's going to need a reasonable investment, but, 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 but ultimately, it, it's it, it can really do wonders for the uh, future success of your business with regards to customer generation. You know, for sure. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant, Carl. Well, okay. On that note, I think yeah. that this month's podcast has come to an end. I think. Okay, I think, yeah. and um, thank you, Carl. That's been great, great. and yeah. I hope. Uh, everyone out there is uh, taking notes and we look forward to speaking to you again next month. Bye yeah, for now. Bye for now.